This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 552, The Three Reasons Great Companies Stop Growing and the Solution by Christine Comaford of smarttribesinstitute.com. And I am Dan, I am your host, reading to you every single day of the week, including weekends and holidays. What we do is we find authors who can really help you improve your business life and we get their permission to read their blog posts right here in audio form. So with that, let's get right to our post for today as we optimize your life. The Three Reasons Great Companies Stop Growing and the Solution by Christine Comaford of smarttribesinstitute.com. Why do great companies stop growing? Is it a sales or product issue? Does a key market dematerialize? Nope. It's much simpler than that. Business leaders come to me because they want growth, which often involves finding and fixing problems. They want their salespeople to sell more, their engineers to innovate faster and with greater ingenuity, their client care people to better service accounts, and on and on. Hey, who wouldn't want to solve all these problems? Yet these are not the real problems. They are merely symptoms of underlying structural problems, indications of people getting stuck in their critter state, in fight, flight, or freeze. And leaders often put their teams exactly there, albeit unintentionally. When companies grow, they come to certain places where the things that used to work, the things that created that level of success, don't work anymore. We call these inflection points. And these crucial points are tied to revenue and company growth. Here's the trouble with inflection points. At each one, you have a whole new company. At each inflection point, a company must reinvent itself in order to reach it and move through it. If it doesn't, it'll become stuck and ultimately decline into a parabolic upside-down curve rather than an undulation back into growth mode. How do you navigate between inflection points? How do you maintain and increase your momentum to avoid organizational stuck spots, the spots of stasis usually found between inflection points where the company stops growing and swirls around at approximately the same level of annual revenue before sliding precipitously backward. How do you get into the smart state, the place that will get you to the next inflection point when the game reaches the next level? To reach that next inflection point, you will need to intentionally map out a plan to get there and then execute that plan like a banshee. Either you swirl around the stuck spot, barely maintaining the same revenue year after year, or you slide back down to the previous inflection point, or you move forward with tremendous intentionality. The world is full of living dead companies that reached an inflection point and couldn't grow to the next one. Remember, you're either moving forward or moving back. Stasis is not sustainable. What happens at inflection points? To continue to grow, to undulate upwards at an inflection point, a company needs to make changes in each of the following areas. People, money, and model. People. Some of your team members may need to develop profound new skill sets, behaviors, capabilities, beliefs, or identities. Regardless, they'll likely need to become more emotionally engaged and have their lights turned up to shine brighter. As the company passes the higher revenue inflection points, the CEO will need to step back more and more, empowering their executive team to take more responsibility. And in the extreme, this can mean a large-scale organizational and or cultural overhaul. The only way to break the endless cycles of an organizational stuck spot is to start treating the system instead of individual symptoms. But here's the hitch. Organizations, systems, tend to be reflections of all the people who work there, especially the leaders. And that means that in order for your organization to change, everyone has to be involved. 
starting at the very top of the organization and working all the way down the organizational chart to the people on the front lines. It also means leaders must work on themselves, on their own beliefs and behaviors. Money. At each inflection point, you'll want to ask a number of money-related questions. How is the business funded? Do you need expansion capital? How are departmental budgets created or not? How are costs accounted for? And what is the discipline in reporting? Financial systems must be looked into and explicitly altered to fit the next inflection point. You'll want to look at how efficient your operations are, how streamlined your expenses are, how you track ROI on all projects, internal and external. Looking at sales will be essential too. Does your process of creating and converting new business work well? Are your incentive programs motivating? And are sales commissions tied to profit per sale? What are your sales channels? Both your top and bottom lines must be aligned with your growth goal. To grow to the next inflection point, your systems must be aligned and your funding model must be appropriate. Don't forget strategic partners, industry influencers, and key alliances, as well as liquidity event planning. Outsourcing or sale of non-performing or low-margin business lines need to be considered here too. Model. What's your business model? How will the company grow, organically or via acquisition? As a company grows, core competencies shift. Markets, customers, competitors, environment, distribution channels, and technology evolve, and some opportunities are more leverageable than others. You'll want to consider whether today's product line will be the same as tomorrow's whether your product path is working, and how you can scale your relationships with clients, strategic alliances, and key influencers. Oh, and how effective is our marketing? You just listened to the post titled The Three Reasons Great Companies Stop Growing and The Solution by Christine Comaford of smarttribesinstitute.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one, just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And I want to thank Christine for letting us share her work. She is sought after for providing proven strategies to shift executive behavior to create more positive outcomes, enroll and align teams in times of change, and profoundly increase sales, product offerings, and company value. Coaching, consulting, and strategies have created hundreds of millions of dollars in company value and revenue. And the neuroscience techniques that she teaches are easy to learn and immediately applicable to help leaders see into their blind spots, expand their vision, and more effectively influence outcomes. Christine has been thanked by Bill Clinton and Bill Gates called her super high bandwidth. So come by smarttribesinstitute.com for a lot more. But that should do it for another edition of Optimal Startup Daily. I thank you so much for listening each and every day. 
That is, of course, how we can keep this show going. So have a great rest of your day, and I will be back again with you tomorrow for the Wednesday show. So I'll see you there, where your optimal life awaits.